Hi, this is Skip Stewart, Vice President and Chief Improvement Officer with Baptist Memorial Healthcare. Hi, this is Dr. H.F. Mason. I'm a general surgeon at Baptist Union County in New Albany, Mississippi, and I am also our Chief Medical Officer. This is going to be our very first uh, of many, hopefully, of a uh, video slash podcast that we're going to call Connecting the Dots. And really, it's just meant to be a conversation between two professionals and two friends about performance improvement and uh, how we think about that and how do some of these dots get connected. I know I'm always connecting dots in my mind. And uh, the Baptist management system is an improvement system that exists within the overall operating system within Baptist Memorial Healthcare. And we just happen to call it the Baptist management system. It's based on 11 guiding principles. Those principles I've noticed happen to exist behind me up there on the wall. And we want to be a principle-minded organization. And so that's a little bit about the Baptist management system. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But Dr. Mason, I'm going to, uh, as if we were just sitting in a room together, I'm going to ask you a question that I know that uh, I've asked you in the past, but I'd like to hear it again. Uh, we were talking several months ago, and you had said something to the effect of, you know, if you would have asked, me skip 10 years ago about the Toyota production system or the Baptist management system or any of this improvement type of thinking, I would have told you, Skip, this doesn't work in healthcare. But you then went on to say, but now I've become a believer. So I gotta know what changed, what happened to, because uh, I know you become a believer because you're constantly telling me all the books that you're reading. So what yeah. changed? So, so how, how did I uh, get converted? Yes. That's a, that's a great question. I was in private practice for about 15 years, and then I, I sold my practice and joined BMG back in 2013. So I've been with BMG for about seven years. As, as I started working with BMG, I, I, I met Dr. DePriest, and uh, I met you, and I, and I started hearing words like, uh, First of all, I think I heard the, the Shingo Prize, and I know I think maybe several years ago NEA was uh, applying or, or was putting in for, for a Shingo Prize, and, and that I kind of read about that and tried to figure out what that meant, and then I started hearing things like Kata, I started hearing things like uh, A3, and you know it sort of spurned a little bit of interest, in, but it seemed like the common thread among all of this was was Toyota. And I kept hearing Toyota and I kept hearing the Toyota production system. And so I actually, I actually, uh, Barbara Owen, who was our, our quality person here, there was a book in, in HIM called the Toyota way. And I don't even think I asked to, to borrow it. I think I just kind of, <laughs> I've been eyeing it and it didn't sit. I, nobody had touched that book in a couple of months. So I just kind of took it and I took it home and I started, uh, and, and I started reading about it. And, you know, it was just very, the whole Toyota story was fascinating. And, but I still thought that I was thinking that, yeah, but that, that's in manufacturing. That's, that's making cars. And you talk about making cars or making furniture or making widgets or making whatever. And I still thought that, yeah, you can't, you can't apply that to healthcare because healthcare is totally different. And, and, and then I started realizing that, that no, it's not different. And that, that Toyota, 
they put their their ultimate customer was what drove all of all of their thinking. It's what drove all of their processes. And I thought, well, hey, in, in medicine, you know, our ultimate customer is our patients. And that, that's what drives what we what we uh, what we do and, 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 and how we act and how we work. And then as, as I kept learning and reading in Toyota, they were they were talking about their processes and, and everything is a process. And, and I started thinking, well, you know, in medicine, we we have processes as well. You know, the process of how a patient is roomed in, in the office, the patient, the, the process of how a patient comes for outpatient surgery from the time that they walk in the front door until the time that they walk out the back door. And that's kind of like a car being started here and, you know, you got the raw materials and then it, it going out as a Toyota Corolla. And right. so, so I started figuring out, well, we have processes as well. And, and then I actually read another book called uh, Transforming Healthcare by uh, Tom, is it Kenny maybe, Tom? I have it right here. Charles Kenny. Yeah. It, was, it was about the Virginia Mason uh, uh, right. uh, hospital system, uh, health system out in Seattle and how they had taken the Toyota production system and they had created their own called the Virginia Mason production system, I think. Right. And I started thinking that, you know what, this, this can work. And, and actually the more, the more I started thinking about it, the more I actually saw, saw it working, you know, we were, we were working on some kata projects here at the, uh, at the hospital and, and I just started trying to, okay, I don't know anything about kata. I did, I did take a little bit of Taekwondo when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and we had some katas that we had to learn. And, 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 you know, I just learned that looking at the process and, and looking at, you know, listening to the voice of the customer. And, and then I started learning about waste and, and all of that. And then I started learning about lean, lean manufacturing and lean healthcare and, you know, it's kind of like being converted in Christianity. My, mine was not just a wham. It, it was kind of a, a gradual process. And then I started thinking, OK, uh, this stuff works. Yeah. You know, it's really it's that's that's so encouraging and it's so enlightening because, you know, everybody has a um, an evolution uh, of how much they can digest and how much they can learn. And um, and so, you know, I don't even want to imply or ever act as if I know it all. I'm still learning. You know, I shared a little bit with you a year ago when I was in Japan, learning from a gentleman uh, that was at Toyota for almost 40 years. And he was known as Mr. TWI and Mr. Uh, and Mr. Standardization. And and just the depths of insight that he had was just very humbling to real, I, I remember walking away realizing how much I didn't know. And so that, that's really encouraging. And it, it's what's so powerful is it has such an impact in healthcare, right? Our patients, our patients desperately need us to think differently about how we deliver care and um, and how we improve it. Absolutely. And one, and one thing that that when I was when I was reading and learning about Toyota. To them, it was all about the people. It was all about their team members and it was all about developing them. And and you start thinking, you know, that's right. You know, we, we, right. Need, to, we need to 
teach our team members, we need to teach our employees, we need to teach ourselves these methods of improving because, uh, because you know, our number one resource that we have are, are our team members and our employees. That's right. That's right. And one of the funny things that a lot of people don't know is, you know, TPS stands for the Toyota Production System. But if you talk to a lot of long-term employees at Toyota, they uh, unofficially refer to it as the thinking people system. That's right. And, and so it is, you know, it, it really is all about people. And, you know, one of uh, one of the questions I get asked often about the Baptist management system, I think it's a flawed question, but I understand why they're asking it. They'll say, uh, what's the most important piece to the Baptist management system? Well, uh, the reason that question is kind of flawed, that would be like, if you know what a system is, a system by definition is a whole that cannot be separated into individual parts. And it's through the interactions of the parts that you get the property. So the car or the human body is that both of them are great examples of a system, you know. So if I, if I told you that the engine was my favorite part of the car, well, okay, but I still need the brakes and I still need, you know, you know the other things. But uh, but when I'm when I'm kind of nudged to answer that question, I tend to respond uh, pretty consistently that it's TWI job relations. You know, uh, for those that listening, uh, training within industry stands for TWI, and we can go into more depth later what that is. But there's three legs to the to the stool. And one of them is called job instructions, one's called job relations, and one's called job methods. Job relations, the reason I make the argument that it's so important is that it is a skill uh, on how do we deal with people problems and how do we get people to follow our leadership. And most people have not learned how to do that. You know, most people were either a really good nurse or a really good engineer or a really good technician or a really good doctor. And then one day they woke up and they're now a manager and they're trying to figure it out on their own. Mm -hmm. But JR is a skill and that's different than many sub soft subjects, many soft subjects that we read about. Uh, are really good books and really good conferences. They give us knowledge, but knowledge is different than a skill, right? I mean, um, I could watch a video on how to throw a curveball. I could read a book on how to throw a curveball, and I could go out to a baseball game and watch, you know, but I will never be able to throw a curveball until someone puts the ball in my hand and I have to practice it. I have to make mistakes. I have to learn from them. And that's what JR is. JR is a skill that we try to find opportunities for people to practice it. And uh, so that's a really important piece of the Baptist management system. If it's okay, I'm gonna kind of tell some folks listening a little bit about the Baptist management system. Sure. It is, uh, it's based upon 11 guiding principles. And these principles we believe are uh, been with us throughout time. And uh, these principles influence certain behaviors. And then there's other parts. So those principles range from uh, things like respect and humility and trust and empathy. And uh, then they get into more scientific ones like uh, perfection or process focus or scientific thinking or quality at the source or flow and pull. And then we get into uh, more uh, 
purpose ones like constancy of purpose and systemic thinking. But those principles, uh, when they're embedded in an organization, in a management system, they will produce certain behaviors. And then we have different elements of the Baptist management system that people have probably heard about. They've heard about the improvement kata and the coaching kata. They maybe heard about strategic A3s, tactical A3s, status A3s, problem solving A3s. That's another what I would call a subsystem. Um, we have things like TWI that I've already referenced, JI, JR, JM. We have a focus on standardization that we call what is our standard. Um, we have uh, idea generation where we allow everybody within an organization to uh, provide ideas to make their life better. Um, we have uh, very intense improvement efforts, uh, what some people would call a Kaizen event. We call it a get better jumpstart. Uh, but all of these things, uh, and then we have some different tools that I haven't mentioned, but all of these things should never be thought of as an individual point or an individual dot, but it's it, they should be thought of as how do they interact together? Mm -hmm. And when they interact together, that's when we bring about the property of the of the management system. We're able to we're able to produce the very best healthcare for our patients that we can produce. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's a little bit about the Baptist management system. It's a holistic model that's interacting. And even those principles I mentioned, those principles should not be thought of as independent, but they should be thought of as interdependent. Sure. Uh, because for example, one of the principles is uh, process focus. I could be the greatest engineer on the face of the earth. I could be the greatest scientist on the face of the earth. I will never be able to coach you unless I'm practicing some of the principles of respect. If I'm if I'm not practicing humility and empathy and trust, I cannot order and command people to improve things. I have to lead them. And so that's how some of those principles interact. I'm not sure if that's helpful or not, but I, I think about that often. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, the behaviors based on our 11 guiding principles will, you know, will drive perfect care. You know, it, it'll, it'll help drive um, us providing the best care that we can to our, uh, to our patients. I, absolutely. Uh, you I think you had said something the other day about how did the Baptist management system come about, you know? Yeah. I've, I've always been, been interested in that because I never, I never have heard that story. So yeah. why don't you tell us uh, about that? So Dr. DePriest uh, and I spent a good six months uh, at the beginning of 2013 getting to know each other. I came from uh, uh, industry and private equity. Private equity, for those that don't know, like think of the Shark Tank type people. And um, I spent most of my career in Fortune 100 companies uh, running manufacturing plants. And this what this operating system, this management system was just how we how we ran the business. And so Dr. DePriest and I uh, got to know each other and he was heavily influenced. I'll let him tell his story, but he was heavily influenced by uh, Georgetown, Kentucky, a Toyota facility. 
which was near where he uh, worked at the University of Kentucky's healthcare system. Uh, most people may not know is the Georgetown, Kentucky uh, Toyota facility is famous, uh, very famous facility and really one of the first um, independent Toyota North American facilities and just have done some amazing work. And he was heavily involved and created friendships there. So him and I got, we spent six months getting to know each other. And I was really shocked that a lot of the books that I had on my bookshelf at home, he had in his office. And I was like, wow, this, this guy, I think he's for real. <laughs> and, uh, and so um, we just had a really respectful conversation. And he asked if I would uh, consider coming on with Baptist and creating what we today call the Baptist management system. And uh, so I really have to give him all the credit. It was his vision and that vision has evolved, but it was to have this improvement system within our overall operating system and have, and think differently about healthcare and how we deliver healthcare. And, um, and he's, he is by far the most humble, um, greatest leader I've ever had in my career. Sure. And, and so he, um, he uh, was the influencer and the inspiration for that. And he is the one that actually encouraged me to uh, to go become a, a Shingo examiner uh, okay. five or six years ago. And uh, so we uh, we started with uh, he wanted to start a model, um, a model uh, site. And we started with NEA. We started investing some of these techniques uh, into NEA. And with Brad Parsons at that time, he was the CEO at that time, and it it just took off, and and to such a degree that we had um, a macro pull from all throughout the system of everyone wanting some of it, and everyone pulled at the rate that they could pull at, and so uh, some people can drink water faster than others, I would say, you know. Sure. And um, and so some of that they were pulling on TWI, uh, some of it uh, they were pulling on Kata, some of it they were pulling on strategic deployment, uh, and and most everyone today is still pulling because still everyone's at a different evolutional rate as they're building their management system, mm -hmm. and, and the reason I say it that way is the management system uh, can uh, melt very quick. Um, you know, there's this second law of thermodynamics called entropy. And I know I normally lose people when I use the word, but just like gravity is a law, so is entropy. Entropy basically says that everything is degrading and breaking down. Or the easy way to say that is your sandcastle is melting. That's right. <laughs> so, and, um, and that's why uh, sustainment is so hard. But um, so that's kind of I'm not sure if I'm answering the question, but that's kind of how the Baptist management system was birthed and it's continuing to be polished and grown. And we're continue I'm continuing to learn so much um, from the real people that do the real work on the front lines. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. I'm sure that uh, I don't know what the first Cotta project was at NEA. Mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm sure you probably remember it, but it, it, it would be cool to, to have that cotta board and maybe, yeah. maybe one day that can be on the, you know, that can be on the wall at corporate. You know, this is our first, uh, the first cotta board ever done at, at Baptist. You know, I'm not sure what the first one was. I know that um, 
I know we did a lot of stuff in the perioperative process. We did a lot of stuff in uh, denials. We did a lot of things. But the thing that, and we'll talk more about kata someday, but I know that the thing that gets misunderstood most often is that they, because they'll see people working kata on a board and they, and they jump to the conclusion that kata is the board. But kata is really just a scientific thinking pattern. And the board, you can think about that as a place you get to practice. So, for example, I'm going to go to the gym later today. And, and in the gym, I'll notice that several people will be on the treadmill. Now, there are some people that I know that they, uh, they run uh, competitively. And so they'll get on the treadmill and that they will practice their gait and they'll practice their running techniques. Now, I'm pretty confident that they can run outside that treadmill. They can probably run on the road. They can run on trails. They can run on mountains. So the treadmill is just a platform for them to practice that skill of running. That's the same thing with kata. Um, I was having a conversation the other day with someone and and she asked my advice on something, a, a nurse manager, and, and I was asking her some questions and talking to her and right in the middle of the conversation, she said, oh my goodness, are you doing that kata thing to me? I said, well, I said I'm just having a conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, uh, Dr. Mason, we we hopefully will have uh, we'll have many of these uh, talking sessions. And what we want people to do is send you and I both um, questions that they have or questions that maybe we they want us to ask each other. Uh, and we don't want to imply that we have it all figured out. Because uh, I know, I know, I don't, and I'm continuing to learn. Um, I, I, I like to say I'm constantly wrestling mentally. I went to college on a wrestling scholarship, so I like to use that uh, cliche. I like to wrestle mental with sure. why are we doing this. I'll finish with this comment. I said earlier that Jr. is, I think, one of the most important things. One of the things that I've seen in my career in the last three years. It's the strongest cause and effect I've ever seen in 27 years. Anytime I see somebody struggling with improvement, uh, maybe that they, they were very uh, enthusiastic and now they're no longer enthusiastic, uh, whatever the situation may be. If I'll sit down and not talk and just listen to them, what I'll always discover is that there's some form of, of a job relations issue Either that person doesn't feel respected anymore, they don't mm -hmm. feel encouraged anymore, um, and so there's always a job. There's not a scientific. There's not a uh, a lack of um, ability to problem solve. There's a there's a human issue there. There's a relationship issue there, and so you could tell that the person that was coaching them maybe didn't cut connect those dots as much as they could have. Absolutely. And you just affirmed what uh, what I've noticed over the past two weeks. Right now, I'm a BMS assessor and we're uh, assessing a hospital and we're doing it virtually. But uh, some of the questions that we ask some of the managers is we ask specifically about TWI and we ask specifically about JR. And every one of them love talking about JR. 
and they love talking about how it has truly uh, transformed the way that they manage yep. and yep. because it, it, it gives them the skills and it shows them a, a standard way almost to, to deal with those, those uh, issues that you have with, with, with employees and with personnel. And, and, and I, I can believe that, uh, what you just said. Yeah, I'm a big, big believer in JR. Well, Dr. Mason, what we will do is we will try to have a, uh, we'll, we're going to experiment with this podcast that we call Connecting the Dots. And we want to have uh, transparent conversations. And heck, we might even have disagreements. And, and those are very good things. because That's how our brain learns. And we hope that people will reach out to you and me and encourage us to uh, broach certain subjects to um, ask each other questions. And then I have physician friends and, and uh, administrators throughout the nation at other healthcare systems that have already uh, let me know that they would be willing to come on. And we might ask them how their organization thinks about performance improvement and uh, when it comes in their healthcare environment. Absolutely. Who do you think's better, Arkansas or Ole Miss? Well, you know, Arkansas baseball team is uh, they sh they're in the World Series quite often. So uh, um, I thought you were just going to blank blanket say Arkansas, and I say say we, we disagree and we're still friends. <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't sure where where that was going to go, but uh, since, since I've got a, a child in law school and a daughter, I, I got a lot of money going to Arkansas right now. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Mason. I uh, enjoyed it. Looking forward to next time.